This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. You know, you hear a lot of different exercise advice. You'll get it from your neighborhood, people that you see. You get it from everywhere. But there's some facts and fiction things to sort out. And, of course, on our He Said, She Said, we've got Neil Pyer, exercise physiologist at H&H Fitness. He is adorable, and he's on TV a lot these days. So you can see Neil Pyer on TV. And Grace Simone, the national director of group fitness for Plus One Health Management, an Optum company. Ding, 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 ding. So, Neil... I'm going to start with you because one of the things I've been hearing over the years about equipment, are machines better than free weights and small equipment? What is the difference? You know, it used to be the Nautilus cycle. Everybody would just go from one machine to the other in the Nautilus circle, you know, and just do, 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 do. Is there a difference between free weights and equipment and is one better than the other? You know, the the what we know today as the functional training craze really um, put a bad, um, undeserving stamp on a lot of the old selectorized equipment that we've used for, gosh, 40 years, 50 years. Um, and the mentality has been, or the, the, the result has been, a lot of people that, well, you know, free weights and doing functional training and medicine balls and BOSUs and uh, physio balls and all these other things tools, all these other small equipment tools, are better than the selectorized equipment. Uh, And I say undeservingly because it really depends on what your goals are. It really depends on uh, literally your stature. I mean, there there are some machines that were built for big, tall men and not for smaller uh, men or or, or shorter women, uh, more petite. What are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying that they, they built them <laughs> so uh, around a generic, and it's like the old, the standard, totally uh, the standard body weight is 154 pounds for any fitness formula under the under creation, and it's not. Yeah, you know what? I could never fit into male. any of those. Yeah. I, I'm four foot ten, and I and could never. Are, those machines, you know, you're just like, okay, I can't sit in this leg curl machine. How do I even get my legs under the th- under the pad? I mean, they just none of them fit me. Right. So there are some situations like that where machines might not be the optimal choice. Some machines, because some machines from the same circuit uh, of equipment might actually be a good fit. The point is that there's a goal that you have for your fitness program, and it's taking the tools that are available to you, whether it is a medicine ball and a BOSU or um, a Cybex selectorized piece of equipment, and incorporating each of these tools where they're needed uh, in your program to get the most benefit from them. And that's great, really a good way to put it. And so, Grace, people say, oh, well, I didn't get sore, so I didn't get a really good workout at that class. You know, what do you say about soreness? And, you know, sometimes even classes spend some time doing pelvic tilts and lifts and things, and they say, well, that isn't a very hard enough act. I need more. I need a harder exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is my life. You are describing what, what I deal with every day. Me too. Including today, because I talked this morning, and, and, and in the locker room, you know, this is the worst thing. After class, they're all talking about you in the locker room, and you walk in, and they're all, and I was like, you guys are talking about me, but what they were saying was, wow, you know, 
I start out nice and easy. I make sure they're warmed up. And then it seems all nice and I'm very pleasant. And before they know it, boom, it's a great workout. I don't come out of the gate hard and heavy. And, you know, I, I, I do all the things that you're supposed to do. But I'm not a maniac about it. And, and, and when you look at me, you think, oh, this isn't going to be a really great workout. And then it turns out, guess what? It was because we went through proper guidance. The thing that my mantra, as you know, because I've said this before, for people taking classes is one and done. We have so many people taking classes, two classes in a row, three classes in a row. It's my like sister. It's never enough. It's never enough. And they are perpetually sore because that is their measure of success. If I am sore, therefore I am. I, you know, I'm fit. Their body never recovers. And they're, they're just doing way too many repetitions of the same exercise. It is an injury waiting to happen. So the other thing to you remember You don't have is to be sore. You don't have to be sore. And the other thing to remember is that when you're... When you're doing and designing exercise classes, as I know and as you guys know, doing a lot of repetitions, doing a lot of eccentric loading where you're dropping on the squat is a way to make the muscles sore because you're doing tons of repetition and you're, you're, you're accomplishing a single, a single goal. That's good in small doses, but in, in addition to that, you also need things like strength training, which is a small amount of repetitions with a heavier weight. You might not get so sore from that, but that is doing a tremendous amount of benefit for you. So for the listeners, please don't use soreness as your measurement of success. Please mix up your workouts and do one and be done and try a variety of different things. So, Neil, she's saying mix up your workouts. Now, as a trainer, people say, oh, well, I like a routine so that I can do the same exercises. Is it true, is this a myth, that you need to change up the exercises? And how often, if you're strength training, how often do you change from planking on the ball to planking on the floor to rotisserie, as you like to call it, <laughs> to lat pulldowns versus lat rows? Do we change them up? Or do, is a good routine a good standard thing to do? We only have about two minutes left. You know, uh, there, there are two things. Number one, the concept that if some is good, more is better. <laughs> and the related concept, which is I wanted yesterday, <laughs> uh, are two things that really mess us up as far as deciding what to do. Uh, do we need more weight? Do we need more work? Do I need to be more sore? Um, you know, do I need more variety? Do I need 15 exercises instead of 10 exercises in my workout? Do I need 15 sets of chest work instead of uh, my regular four to eight set? You know, you have to really look at your goals, figure out what it is that you want to accomplish, and then, and then apply an exercise program that'll fit uh, those goals, that'll get you to where you want to get. So can you change, do you have to change up every six weeks or so? You can. Uh, there's a lot of ways of doing it, and it depends on what's in your head, is my, my point. If in your head, you, you know, I get bored right away, I can't do the same program. You know, so you know what? You select your five basic movements, your pushing movements, your pulling movements, squatting movements, uh, lunging or, or step-up type of movements, and your rotation. Those are your five basic movements, and you can apply any type of load 
any type of velocity of movement, so you change speeds, you go from bilateral to unilateral. There's so many ways of overloading uh, the system that you don't have to do the same thing every time. Now, That's if your right, goal is does... strength, you're going to want to stick to some basic format or basic progression of movements for some length of time until you plateau, until you reach a point where it's time to change, change the angle, change the load, change the modality, you know, et cetera. Or if you get bored easily, it's something that you can really change it up. And as Neil says, you can do all those different kinds of movements as long as you're getting them in. Grace, 20 seconds, baby. Exercise, myths, facts, what do you want to wrap up with? Being sore is not your indicator of success. Machines versus free weights is a personal choice, but don't discount the machines. They, they have their value in, um, in the gym. And get some good instruction. That will always help make your decision. Absolutely. It does help. And getting good instruction, you know, is a great way to begin. And so, you know, don't always listen to everybody. Listen to someone who knows what they're doing, like Neil and Grace. Having so much fun here on Train Your Body. You're listening to Radio MD. Stay well.